there was a father one day and um, and he had a number of sons and the sons were always quarreling among themselves so he tried to resolve this conflict um, by, and these disputes that were brewing in the family by giving them exhortations. But it did not work. So he decided to give them kind of a practical illustration of the evils of disunion. So he brought a bundle of sticks and um, he gave a bundle of sticks to each of his sons. And he told them, break it. And they tried with all their strength and they were unable to break that bundle of sticks. And then he decided to take the bundle, he, he removed um, the sticks from the bundle and gave them individual sticks. And he told them, break them. And, and this, this time around, all of them were able to break the sticks. So the moral of that story was that if we are one mind, if we look after each other, if we are united, then we will not be broken, we will not be injured. Whereas if we are divided, then we will be broken easily. And I hope his sons got a lesson. We are a week away from the Feast of Pentecost. Jesus, you know, resurrected. He was appearing um, to his apostles. But he will no longer be in the world. And therefore, today's gospel, Jesus is praying for his disciples who will have to continue that mission that he came to accomplish in this world. His disciples, just like himself, will have to face hatred in the world. They will have to face persecutions, hostility, temptations. The world will hate his disciples because of their relationship with him. But on the contrary, the Heavenly Father will love his disciples for that same relationship. Today's um, Gospel is called famously the High Priestly Prayer. And it is, in many senses, a prayer of protection. If we recall Jesus, the shepherd, taking care of the sheep, not allowing even a single sheep to be lost. And it's the same attitude. That is what Jesus is praying for, that unity, to keep them in the fold, to keep you and I, we are all his disciples, as he's praying 
he's not only praying for the, the disciples that were present you know, at that time, but you and I, we are also the same disciples. It is just like a parent praying for their children, for their protection from evil. And this prayer also that we find in the gospel is a prayer of unity. Just like in that story we heard, it's Christ came to unite us and our strength lies in that and being united. Uh, he says in today's gospel that they may be one just as we are one. A couple of weeks back we had this image of the wine and the branches. We are the branches, he is the wine, and we have to remain connected to the wine if we, have to, if we are going to bear any fruit, if we are going to be productive, if we are going to be effective, we have to stay connected to the wine, to Christ. And this basis of this unity that Christ is inviting us to is based on the unity of the Father and the Son. The unity among the disciples, among us, is based on that unity of the Father and the Son. And this unity between us and Jesus, this is something that is invisible, becomes visible in our unity, unity among Christians, among the disciples. And it's so important. And as we know, unity is always under attack. There are many worldly influences today trying to take us away, trying to take the sheep away from the fold. We can name them so easily. And therefore we have to be on watch, even as parents in your own family, you know, your children, you've got to be on watch. Um, there are forces that are trying to take them away. Um, but what is the fruit of this, uh, this prayer? What Christ truly wants to give us as he is praying for us, for protection, for unity, is he wants to give us joy. Uh, and that is what he's asking for. He's saying, I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. He wants us to be happy. He does not want us to suffer. I and mean, prayer is not about just about suffering. Being in the church is not about just suffering. Being disciples of Christ is not all about suffering. But it's truly about happiness. It's about joy. Yes, joy is a fruit of love. And we heard about love last Sunday, the agape love, right? The love of laying down your life for your friends. And that involves some amount of suffering. But all of that is leading to joy, to happiness. And it all comes in this communion with Christ uh, by entering into communion uh, that lies between the Father and the Son. We all um, may have heard about Saint Patrick, you know, the famous Irish saint. And, um, and he had a famous prayer, it's called uh, the Breastplate Prayer. Um, during Irish time, um, there was something called, the, there was a type of prayer that was called the Lorica. It was usually said, when soldiers went out to battle, they, they've got their protective armor and they all prayed. 
a prayer to prepare them. And, um, and this prayer that St. Patrick gives us is beautiful, especially in the context of today's gospel, in the context of protection, in the context of unity that we're talking about. And this is a short, um, um, short version of this prayer. It says, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I rise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. May this be our prayer as we enter into the world, as we are fully aware that there are forces, uh, worldly attractions that are always trying to take me away. They're trying to take me away from the wine, um, from this communion that, that exists um, between the Father and the Son. Gandhi once was asked um, famously, you know, uh, he's known for non-violence. He began a whole non movement based on non-violence that ended up um, in uh, India becoming free from the British. But he got all these ideas of non-violence from Christ's teaching, from the Beatitudes. Um, and he was famously asked one that, well, you, know, you, know, you respect Christ's teachings, why would you not become a Christian? Why would you not uh, embrace Christianity? And he said, I like Christ, but I don't like Christians. Because Christians are not like Christ. So in that, there is something that we have something beautiful, um, you know, that Christ has given us, that we have to live up to it, that we have to embrace it and fight for this unity, fight for being, um, living this agape love so that we can become witnesses, we can become the other Christ to those around us.